Good morning, good morning everyone. Hope you're doing well. Why did the monkey cross what? Ah, oh, Mr. Monkey. Pete! Pete! Mr. Monkey did put a joke at the beginning. Did you know about this? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Um, if you are joining us for the first time or you don't know who I am, I am Owen and I am the uh, youth placement worker. Honestly, I actually don't, I actually don't really know my title. There's a lot of discussion going around, but I do the youth. I do the youth. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'm talking today from 1 Corinthians uh, 12 verses 12 to 20. We are on to a, uh, a, a different set of verses from the other weeks. Um, and so I'll let you find that now in your Bibles or in your phones. 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 12 to 20. I'm speaking on um, unity, being united in Christ, in the church that we are. Um, and I hope you found it. Uh, so, 1 Corinthians 12 uh, starts with, Just as the body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jew or Gentile, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not make, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. So that's our reading. That's our reading for uh, today. I'm going to be talking around that. Um, and in this passage, we've been given this picture of a, um, of a body, of a human body, to reflect the um, effective workings of a church. Now, uh, this is where uh, Paul have, has received reports in Corinth, uh, where he is writing to, that people are arguing, people are, um, are talking about how uh, some people's gifts, some people's uh, talents are uh, more important than others, and, and it, it's, uh, other people are holding a, a different status. And he's like, whoa, 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 guys, right, okay, let me explain to you the, uh, the working of a church and how, how you can understand this. Right. Think about your body. You don't need to go any further, anywhere else than what you've got right here in front of you, your body. Um, it's made up of lots of different parts, but if you lose a part, the body becomes unbalanced. Um, and each part, even though it might do a small bit, 
um, is uh, vital in the whole functioning of our body. The difference in your gifting is not because of some higher importance than others, but simply because God has granted you those gifts and skills that are suited to you and who you are. So we all have different roles to play, yet we are still one people, one church, serving one God, um, who is Christ. So uh, we can kind of sum this up by uh, avoiding the confusion between uh, unity and uniform. Okay, so we're not talking about uniform. Uniform where is when something is the same, is when people look and act and think the same. We're identical. Um, if you buy a, you know, your favourite food or drink in bulk, the bottles are going to come. They're going to be identical. They're going to have the same labels, the same uh, lids. They're going to be uh, all the same. They're going to be identical. It, when I walk into youth every Tuesday, um, uh, if you can't think about coolness levels, me and the youth, we're on the same level. They know that. I walk in and they go, hey, Owen, you're cool. If, if you're with one of the youth right now, they'll say, yeah, they'll be nodding along and saying, yeah, Owen is as cool as us. It's, it's, we've got the same coolness level. That's another example. <sighs> maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day, but no. Th- this is what this is what God doesn't want. This is this is what uh, God doesn't want in His church: a uniform, orderly uh, bunch of clones. That's that's not the point. Paul uh, describes this in verse seventeen as if the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? And then he says, if the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? We are all united because we share this longing to be with the same God, this longing to be a part of uh, this this, uh, body of people who are celebrating what Jesus did when he came, lived, died, resurrected and then ascended. We're like, yes, come on, we love that. We want to celebrate that. That is what unites us rather than our individual gifting. So if we think about uh, the our church of today, what we what we do, it's 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 clear that without our diverse nature, uh, the church would not be able to function. So uh, this is not where you picture yourself as a big ear. Don't do that. That's not the point. And slightly worrying. You need to talk to someone about that. Um, it's 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 if you think about our different roles and what we do. Um, and imagine if, it's an extreme example, but imagine if we all did the same thing. We all did the exact same uh, roles in, in our churches as, and as we live. Um, so if everybody preached, there would be no one to listen to that to that preach. If everybody was a worship pastor, um, there would be no one to be led in worship. If everybody did home visits, um, then there would be no one at home to open the door to the visitors. Um, so it's an extreme example, but Paul is using this ad- exaggeration to highlight how vital it is um, that uh, how vital our differences are, and warning against um, informality uh, and not wanting us to go anywhere near that. I have a I have a hope that uh, if someone comes into our church. 
um, and looks around, and they they might come in with a with a with a certain Christian stereotype in their mind. They're all going to be like this. They're all going to be this Christian. They're all going to look like this. They're all going to talk like this. And oh, I want that. I want that to be blown out of the water when they come. I want them to uh, look around and go like, whoa. I can't find that stereotype. I can't even put my finger on that ste- that Christian churchy stereotype. I don't know what we are, but I don't know what that looks like. But whatever that is, I want that to be blown out of the water and blown away because everybody um, that they come across is different. And then actually our, our differences suddenly highlight um, the God the, that we are worshipping. The, the, our differences show... Um, how constant and never-changing and wonderful um, our God is. So this doesn't take away from our unity of the church. It enhances our unity because our differences um, come together so that we can worship and live for our, our God that is in Christ, holding us all together. So this is why this, this, this picture of a body is genius. The different parts of our body uh, living and working so that our body can survive and that it can it can function it can do what 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 we want to do because they're different that's the point we have amazing wonderful biological bodies which is brilliant because we, it is made up of different parts so the way i can relate to this uh, where paul had a body i i I have a body, but I can also relate to it uh, with my football team. I play for Gold Hill uh, Church. I am sorry, I feel very, uh, I feel dangerous saying how I I play for another church. This church doesn't have a football team, unfortunately. If it does, uh, I might uh, change allegiance. But uh, I I, I play for um, Gold Hill Church and I'm a winger. Okay, I am on the right hand side of uh, the pitch and I get the ball I control the ball hopefully maybe and I run that's about it that, that's literally all I do that, that's literally all I'm good at I get the ball and I run down the pitch maybe there'll be a cross into the box maybe I'll create something but I wouldn't bet on that too much I I am a winger I like being on the side of the pitch I get it I can, I, I can run I know what I'm doing I can see the whole pitch in front of me um, and that's where I love to play. I can't shoot. If you put me up front and I shoot, the, the ball's going to go out of the park. It's going to get take five, ten minutes to get it back. Um, you do not want to put me uh, in as a centre forward. Um, I, I can't do the step over Ronaldo skills that some people do to, to get past um, the opposition. I can't head a ball. I can't head a ball, okay? Um, so when when we're attacking, when when we Goldhill have got a corner, um, and and I and I go into the box, the, the the opposition go get get the big guy, which I kind of work out that it's me because it's tall, and they think that's an advantage because if I'm tall, I can head the ball and and get it into the net. <laughs> Jokes on them because <laughs> uh, it's actually quite a good uh, diversion, really. Because if anything, I'd if the ball came to me. I think I would help them defend. Um, so I can't head the ball. Vice versa, if I'm defending, um, it's a role that I have to fulfil sometimes, but if it comes to me, the ball is probably going to go uh, into my own net. I cannot head a ball. I, I will be there, I'll do it, but that is not my primary position. 
and I know that, and I accept that. Why, 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 why are you talking about this, Owen? Is it because you want to get in a, a a random football analogy? Maybe, but if we look at verse fifteen and the foot says, um, yeah, Paul says the foot. If if the foot says. I am not a hand, so I don't belong to the body. My first reading of this is like, actually, if the first saying, I am not a hand, I'm like, yeah, you're not a hand, you're a mouth. Because if you're saying something, you, you're definitely a mouth. And there, there's a little, uh, that's a little point that I picked up from Paul. I don't think that's the point, and I'm kind of going on a, uh, a different direction than I should be. But anyway, the point is, I am not a hand, so I do not belong to my body. If my foot said that to me, which is a very bizarre situation, and uh, I do not talk to my uh, feet a lot, don't you worry. Uh, if the foot said to me, I am not, I'm not a hand, I'm not a head, I'm not part of the body, I would say, are you joking? Of course you're part of the body. You're the one that holds me up. You're the one that lets me stand. You're the one that lets me run and walk, and jump, and dance, you're so vital, you're the one that enables me to play football, so when I'm playing football, and I say, I can't defend, I, I, can't, I can't hit, I can't head a ball, like, I'm not part of this team, I would hope my team members would say, are you joking, Owen, are you joking, we need you as a winger, you give our team width, you, when, when we're on the counter-attack, we need you to carry the ball all the way down the field. Without you, our, our team would be narrow and unbalanced. We'd all be on the left. Um, Owen, you're vital. We're successful as a team because we all take pride in our roles. and we all, We're all passionate and we put all our energy into our roles that we play. That's how we score and that's how we win games. And like a body... That's how we function, that's how we live. Whether an organ, a hand, a leg, a foot. That's how we live and we function because we are different. If, if my, my hand can pick up stuff and write and do stuff, that's brilliant. That's, that's only possible because my brain is telling my hand to. We've got to realise that different functions don't mean disunity, don't mean... Um, there's a major divide. The ultimate unity of the church is, is in Christ. And we can find this through our collective celebration of our diversity. And it, it can be quite hard to uh, try and work out where our part is. And especially if it's not on a church on a Sunday morning and you're not... Maybe you're not involved, and I think that we can be confident saying that, that church is not about Sunday morning. It is about life and living. But to try and understand the kind of bigger picture and where I fit in um, can be challenging. I love the Prince of Egypt uh, film, the adaptation of the Exodus story with Moses. Oh, it's, it's amazing. I love the music, um, and I do, I do have a quote here. If I sing, I am sorry, because <laughs> I, I, it's actually really hard to read without uh, singing it. So, um, but no, the, the Heaven Eye, Heaven's Eyes is a song which is like, really deep, really like, really um, 
you can read it and like learn a lot. It's strange. It's like kids movie. But um, but it's talking about your purpose and seeing your life through God's eyes, through um, how Jesus sees us, and kind of readjusting how we look at life. Anyway, I'm going to stick to this line, this lyric that says, "A single thread in a tapestry, though its colour brightly shines." can never see its purpose in the pattern of the grand design. So, if we think of this single thread that's been placed in this big, wonderful uh, uh, tapestry, but it's been carefully woven into the the place where the colour, it it builds up the colour around it that will then uh, add to the bigger picture of this tapestry. how can it know how bright it shines without seeing the bigger picture? And that's what we need to do, is, is be, be looking at the bigger picture, looking at the church as a whole. Not focusing on what we can't do or what we're not involved in, but focused on what we are involved in, what we are involved in, what we are made to do and live by. If we keep, if we keep looking and focusing on what we're not, we will miss all that God has made us to be, made us to be who we are. And our worshipping and our, and our serving um, and our, our <clears throat> gifting that God is giving us is painting this beautiful picture of the church. I mean, no wonder the angels keep on singing in heaven because the bright picture, the beautiful harmony that is coming from the church on the earth Bringing God's kingdom is shining bright to them, and we all have a different part in that. If we're all doing that same way of worship, that same way of living, it would not have the same effect. It wouldn't have the the, the brightness, the beauty of that kingdom coming. And so the question is: Do you do you know how bright you are shining? Do you know your role? And do you know? how much of an impact your role is having on the church. Do you see your brightness when you listen in a prayer appointment? Do you hear yourself when you might uh, visit a neighbour and pray for them? Do you understand your impact? If, if, if you don't, then you're, you're not alone. Um, and you might not know your role. You might not think that you're very good at what you're doing. But... I, I would I would start at living that God, um, through our skills, our talents, what we're passionate about, what makes us uh, thrive on, that's that's where our skills are in our very nature, because God has blessed us um, in our living, in our very nature, to 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 go and make our own very like so unique sound um, to the church and it's all about growth we're all growing nobody's nobody's there nobody's like uh got it fulfilling their role completely it's amazing we're all growing and learning and shifting direction and that's and that's what we're all doing so we're not alone if we don't know or we're not confident in it because because God knows, and God, God, uh, in verse eighteen, um, uh, verse eighteen, it says, but in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, ev- every one of them, 
every single one of them uh, just as he wanted them to be. There's no exception. It's not most. It's not some. Every single one of them where God wants them to be. You have a gifting. You have that blessing to go and find and grow in who you are. And it's just finding out more and more what that looks like. Once we recognise this unique part of our church in, in this dynamic diversity, we can understand that ultimate gift that Jesus gave us, left for us, uh, when he ascended to heaven. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that in verse 13, uh, Paul says, we were all given one spirit to drink. That's it. That's the uniting factor. We are all drinking from the same fountain. We are all worshipping that same presence um, of God that is constantly flowing all around us in our living and everything that we do. Through God's spirit, we are one. And through how God made every single one of us to be and to live, that's how his kingdom will come. So our ultimate unity is in Christ. And Christ unites us through our diversity, through who we are, different personalities and roles. Not, not being uniform, not being the same. That would be boring. He, he loves who we are and the difference that we bring to our church, knowing that our never-ending Father is unchanging and constant. So through our diversity, he unites us. And that that uniting that Christ brings, that is the thing that's not going to change. That that is the one thing that has no change. And that can can be the reason for us to be motivated and keep going and love each other for that difference that we bring to the body, to the church. So I'm going to hand back over to Johnny um, and he's going to lead us in some worship um, and and yeah, let's feel that um, that unity as we worship now um, because yeah, we're, we're still in different rooms, uh, different houses, uh, but it's not about being in church, um, it's, a, it's about yeah, being united as a church through Christ. Um, and let's do that now as we worship. We can feel that unity together. <laughs> 